This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to yet another episode of Diagnosing the Aftermarket A to Z. I'm Matt Fonslow, and I have a PSA. But first, let's get a word from our sponsor, Napa Auto Tech Training. Napa Auto Tech offers three-hour virtual technical classes that can be accessed from the comfort of your home. To find out what courses are available, go to NapaAutoTech.com and click on the Napa Auto Tech class calendar link. So, if you haven't heard already or noticed, I have a new Facebook account, and I wasn't really by choice and hopefully you guys can also learn from this as i have and not make the same mistakes i have so a little background there's not a whole lot of background the background is i've had this facebook account for a long time i had no intentions of having a facebook account and you know i probably got this wow probably around 2000 it would have been in and around 2000 2001 and I was on IATN chat and a gentleman on there had grew up in a town in Canada called Pickle Lake. And my dad and grandfather and a group of friends of the family, that is, they would go and do fly in fishing. So they'd drive up to Pickle Lake, which is roughly a 14 hour drive and then fly from there in a small plane. Usually it was an otter if you're into that stuff. And it would fly like another hour north and you'd be handed a satellite phone and you're really off the grid. They had deep cycle batteries hooked up to solar panels and the the cabin they would stay at did have hot water and a shower, which was not the norm. So this was the Luxo cabin. This uh, had heat, which I think most of them by then had heat, but not always. He mentions he's from Pickle Lake. I'm kind of like, no way, small world. He's like, man, yeah, I got photos of the when I was a kid. And I'm like, man, I would love to see that because I remember what I saw. And this is like a very small town. I mean, I, I don't even know if I want to take a stab at the population under 500. But he's like, I have these photos. The easiest way is to just, you know, find me on Facebook. What's Facebook? And sign up, friend him and look at the photos. We talk about it on chat, ATN chat. And that's about the end of it until a day later when I have like 50 friend requests by people I know. So it just kind of becomes a place to do what I do best, rip on people and, or at least what I enjoy the best. I don't know if I'm good at it, but I do enjoy it. And over the years, Facebook has become more, at least for me, like now we have these groups Facebook groups, all sorts of Facebook groups. A couple episodes ago, talking to Chad, Chad Austin, we're talking about a Facebook group for automotive HVAC technicians. If you're not a member and you do a lot of HVAC, and even if you don't, you should join. There are a lot of people in there that put up some really terrific material and resources to allow you to get better at this. And like I said, you're going to go in thinking you knew a thing or two about HVAC and specifically AC, and you're going to find out you don't know squat, or at least I didn't know squat. Maybe you do. And so many other groups, there's tons of them, professional technicians groups, automotive technicians only, the list goes on, you know, auto MD, automotive insight is a really good one. I mean, we could go on and on and then I'll forget some and feel bad. So that's not the point. They're out there. They can be terrific resources. 
and I feel like they should be used. So, you know, a lot of time is spent looking over these groups, reading from these really smart texts. And anyways, fast forward to October 2nd, and I get an alert on my phone. My password has changed for my Facebook. Is this you? No. Okay. Well, I need I need to get to a PC, so that's easily done. And it, Facebook walked me through this really easy utility to get my account back, if you will. I'm not implying I lost it at that point, but, you know, change the password and, you know, verify my two-factor authentication, which I have had for years. So I'm watching other people's Facebook accounts get hacked. Mine doesn't for years. Why? Oh, I got two-factor authentication. Go through this process. I get it, you know, finish it. There's maybe one post made that wasn't mine. I remove it. There is another account kind of linked to mine that I was not me. It even said like meta enterprises. I tell that that is not part of my account. It removes it. And I think all is right with the world. And it's not. I get another alert. Her password has changed. Is this you? No. Same utility. Only now the utility doesn't go so smooth now. A little more fighting and my two-factor is not working. So the six-digit code I'm punching in is not working. So I have to send a photo ID to Facebook verifying I am who I say I am. A little few more hoops to jump through, but I get it back. And then I think I'm smart. I mean, I think I'm doing the smart thing. I go through my settings and I find there's two emails linked up to my account that aren't mine. So I remove them, get my two-factor back up and running. It now works, change my password again, do my two-factor, change my password again. I think I'm good. And it seems like I'm good for about an hour. And then after that hour, I have no access to my Facebook. I don't get an alert, nothing. Now I go to try to use it. I can't get in. And I notice when I try to do the forget password that the email that it's showing where it's going to send the new passcode is not mine. Now what? And I'm alerting friends and they're kind of keeping tabs of things. And they're like, I don't, we don't see any posts, no instant messages coming our way. You know, are you sure it's hacked? Stuff like that. And I'm trying to figure out how to reset this now because every process I find takes me to the same page of either log in with a password or it will send a passcode to the hacker's email, not mine. So I try to do something called the imposter. So, you know, not to jump around, but there is no Facebook support that you interact with. There's no email. There's no phone number. There's no chat. There's no live chat. You have a problem. Facebook has a guide set up or a page with guides to follow. But there is never a point where eventually you can speak to a human being or in this day and age, you don't even get to talk to a chat bot. It doesn't exist. Maybe if it's a business account, which mine wasn't. So there I sit, I'm following these guides and every guide takes me to the same scenario. Log in with a password or send the passcode to an email. Unfortunately, that email is not mine. So I don't know what to do. I'm trying to look up on, I mean, YouTube, Google, what do I do? And it's the same thing, like follow the guides. And honestly, there's some telling you that the only way to really maybe get Facebook to reach out to you 
is to reach out to Facebook via other social media like Instagram, Twitter, which is now X. And so I try that. I do that on Twitter and I get annihilated with chatbots, fake accounts. Oh, this happened to me. I had so-and-so for not very much money get my account back within 20 minutes. And they go look at their account and that's the only post they've ever made and there's nothing else you know, to them. There's no substance. Like this is an actual person. They've made 300 posts on Twitter and they're all, oh my God, that happened to me. I had so-and-so some like verbatim or some of them are maybe a little bit better where they twist the words around. So clearly you can't use them as a resource. Some of them implying that they were ethical hackers and you start looking into ethical hackers and There really is no such thing, not saying that every hacker is unethical, but the hackers don't really have access to much more than you do. So there you sit. They have the same guides that you would have, but maybe they're more computer savvy and they end up saving the day and you're you're happy and that would be fine and dandy. In my case, not saying I'm super computer savvy, but I think enough to follow these guides, but the guides keep taking me back to enter a password or they will send me a passcode, but it won't send it to my email. And I don't find a way to get them to acknowledge that or take me to another page. So now I declare it an imposter account. And that seems like that will start the process of me being able to get it back. Again, I'm sending Facebook my ID, but it doesn't work. All it succeeded in, along with asking friends to report my account as hacked, All that succeeded in doing is disabling my account. And by disable, I don't mean like you can find it, but there's no more posts coming out of it. I mean, gone. You can't find it. And oh, by the way, anything and everything I've ever posted, be it, you know, a new post, a link, a comment, gone. It doesn't exist. So I guess I'm not trying to imply that everything I've ever said was so worthy of being on there. But I think there's some things that were like my high school class group. I've posted obituaries gone. All of it's gone. If I did make a comment on some page somewhere that maybe helped somebody out gone, you can't search it anymore. That was like the whole point. Like that's the whole point of the groups is that there's a search bar and who it doesn't matter who said it, but if it's got some value that you would find it. You don't have to create a new post. You can search it. Somebody already answered this question. Everything I've ever done, gone. It really sucks. And I have yet to find a way to get a hold of Facebook in any way, shape, or form to just help me out a little bit. I mean, to the point of like, I would pay money even, but there's nothing. There is no reaching out to Facebook, which now annoys me to no end. For 98 years, the Napa name has meant quality parts and service. It also reflects top quality training programs to help you build a more successful vehicle repair business. No doubt, the technician shortage is impacting everyone, but you're not facing this battle alone. Napa has the solution by making Napa AutoTech training available near you. Napa AutoTech provides automotive aftermarket technicians career development opportunities through structured, disciplined, measured, and high-quality technical instruction, no matter the technician or service advisor's skill level. This instruction enhances understanding of vehicle systems, increases first-time repair capability, and overall customer satisfaction. It also prepares technicians to become ASE certified. 
It's a fact. Technicians who receive training to improve their knowledge and skills have a higher sense of job satisfaction. This reduces technician turnover and increases productivity, directly improving a shop's profitability. It is vital to the success of a shop's business that today's technicians are equipped to diagnose and repair today's complex vehicles. With our ever-changing technology, the technician's knowledge and skills need to be updated and refreshed on a regular basis. As you labor over the decision of whether to send your techs to get their skills sharpened, keep in mind, Napa Auto Tech training is an investment, not an expense, and it's available to all. Much of Napa Auto Tech's training is offered in more than one format to accommodate varieties of learning styles and training preferences so each person can maximize their learning. Whether you're more of a hands-on person or enjoy learning at your own pace, Napa Auto Tech is here to provide you with the training you need and the format that works best for you. To learn more about what Napa Auto Tech offers, contact NapaAutoTech.com. Okay, we have access to Facebook and the benefits, the networking, the sharing, whatever you want to say, whatever we get to do on Facebook, we get to do for quote unquote free, but it's not free. It's not free in the least. Facebook is making money on all of us or okay, all of us that are members that use Facebook. They're making money off of us. They make money off our time and our attention and really the gold probably really is our personal data. You can go through the channels and the settings and find out all the data Facebook has on you. They know your political leanings. They know your favorite things and they share and sell that data or tailor the ads for that to keep your attention on Facebook longer. Well, fine. I don't even mean that to demonize Facebook, but you would think then because they're making so much money on us and Facebook's doing pretty good, don't you think? They're doing all right. They're making some money. You think they would have a very robust and kind and thoughtful and well-staffed support group department. And maybe the first line is the guides. And then there's a chat bot. And then eventually, eventually you could get an email or a phone call. Because gosh darn it, they want you to keep using Facebook. They want to keep all that data. They want to build more data. They're making money off of us. That doesn't exist. If I have enough problems with Google, I'll get a call. I just use their search engine. Granted, they're throwing ads at me and all that jazz. And they have my search history and they have data on me. If I have problems, eventually Google will call. I can work through the channels. There's messaging. There's phone calls. There's email. One way or another, you could get to a human being. And I'm not saying it's easy, but eventually you could. Amazon's easier yet. It just really chaffs me. And I'm like, I get it. In this society, if I'm not happy, then Matt, go make your own social media network and compete with Facebook and have your really, really good support staff department. And man, you might just supplant Facebook. And that's, there's some truth to that. But honestly, I can't get over the lack of logic of a scenario like this and many others where eventually there isn't somebody that you can get a hold of and then they will look and go, oh man, this is jacked October 2nd. It's just like you said, you use the same email for the last 12 years. Now there's these two others and oh, it changed. I can get it back to October 1st. We'll remove all these. I will help you with your two-factor or if we have a, you know, don't use Google two-factor, use this two-factor or 
let me, let's get your two factor set up again. Here's some ideas to better protect your account, you know, take your computer somewhere and have it scanned or have an expert look at it. Or here's some programs that we're not overly fond of. If you watch some of the YouTube channels with scammer paybacks, one of them, any desk is, seems to be a, a widely abused platform and much to any desks chagrin. They're not happy about that. So I'm not, I'm not dumping on any, any desk, the company, cause I think they care. It's just what they have has been abused. And so, yeah, I have a couple ideas of what may have happened and I've tried my best to address them, but I thought that two factor authentication was the kind of the ace in the hole, right? And it turns out if you go on YouTube, there's a few videos of how hackers get around it and it's kind of gut wrenching. It isn't hard if they somehow have access to your computer and that could happen with an accidental download, opening up an email and downloading something unwittingly. And that depends on your email, you know, what email are you using? Some of them were worse about automatically downloading something without you actually saying you want to download it. You know, you think you're just opening it up in the portal or in the browser, but it's actually downloading something and if hackers can use that. And once they kind of have some access to your computer, they kind of access the JavaScript and it doesn't really matter if you have two-factor authentication because they'll figure out what it is. It's a little brutal and unnerving. So I guess, yeah, I'm upset with Facebook for not having a support. I'm almost speechless about it. I'm just thinking about even for our shops, right? Somebody has paid me money and now I'm not going to really support you. And I don't, I get it. I've never really paid Facebook anything, but I give them my attention and I give them my personal data. And I don't have to, but you would think there would be kind of a bit of a, gentleman's agreement, if you will, an unspoken contract. So I've created a new account and again, two-factor authentication, trying to get it as much as possible to send me alerts, but it did that before. And I felt like I was actively fighting this hacker. They were hacking my account while I was trying to defend my account. And I thought I was doing okay until I wasn't. I am torn about how I handled it when it was lost. I, I don't know if I did the right thing. I feel like the imposter thing was the only way that was going to give me a chance to prove that I was who I said I was, get control back. But it ended up maybe being what I did to lose it completely. So I wish I had better advice there. I think that was the only course they left me with. And to report it as an imposter, try to prove that I was who I said I was. And now I'm wondering if anything will ever uh, happen. Will Facebook ever kind of reach out to me? about it because I think the account will remain on their servers, if you will, for about a year. And after that, if nothing's done, it's gone, gone. So I think the advice I have is you can only do what you can do. I mean, you get, you got to do the best you can. So one thing is to try to be very careful what you download, research, whatever you use for your email and how it handles files that you open and meaning even like the preview, does it actually download anything to your computer? Does it only open it up in browser? Some are safer than the others. Maybe there's a setting you can change in your email settings that would prevent it from doing so. Antivirus programs, I, you know, a lot of us have learned not to have them. They cause more harm than good. So now it depends on what laptop or computer you're using for what. 
And I think it might make for another strong argument to have multiple computers for multiple things. So if you have a laptop that you use for a scan tool, that's all you use that laptop for. Even if it's multiple scan tools, I won't even get into like one per car line or whatever, but if it's going to be a scan tool one, that's all you do with it. Try not to put maybe Chrome on there where you're logged into your Chrome. You know what I mean? So it's pretty cool to have 12 computers and you have Chrome on all of them and you're signed in and they sync and your password manager remembers the passwords and man, it makes life easy. But it could be, not saying it is, could be a way for a hacker to now gain a lot of access. They get somehow get some control of that computer or they can see what's on that computer. Even when you're not looking or if you don't shut it down or keep it off the internet, they get access to it. Maybe even, you know, kind of behind the scene in the background, they, who knows what they have to access to. So if you have a personal laptop that you do, your emailing and your Facebooking and your message, instant messaging and all that, keep that way and probably have an antivirus program of some sort on it, free or paid. And be careful what you download, careful what your email settings are. Your other computers, it might be wise to not have much on them other than the bare necessities. Okay. I think that's another layer of protection. And if your phone can have your password manager on there so you can pull up the passwords, great. You know, that's a little, not impossible, but at least a little more difficult to hack. And because I guess I skipped over a little bit of something, something with the antivirus programs on computers with scan tools specifically. We've been taught over the years that antivirus just causes problems. You're trying to use a legit scan tool from a legit manufacturer and it legit doesn't work because of the freaking antivirus. Some of them you can just kind of put into a stealth mode. Some of them, it seems like you've got to uninstall it and run a cleanup utility to get it off, off your freaking computer to run the scan tool. So that's why the suggestion is if this laptop is going to be used for scan tools, kind of keep it as that. Keep other things off of it. Even if you're wanting to use it, you know, that laptop as a scan tool and be able to message whoever, friends, coworkers, it might be something to consider not doing. And I think those are the big things. Uh, you know, two factors, much stuff as you can. Set up alerts, login alerts. So even when you're logging in legit, you're getting a, an alert that you, you know, it's like, no kidding, I know I'm logging in. But, you know, one of those days, you're not going to be logging in and you get the alert. And it might might give you the window of opportunity you need to save yourself uh, from a lot of headaches. A lot of headaches. Luckily, and hopefully the hacker's not listening, luckily it was, knock on wood, it seems to have been focused only on my Facebook. And I felt a little bit better, better finding a lot of articles, one specifically on Vox, V-O-X, talking about Facebook accounts getting hacked. It's not uncommon, which kind of sucks. And again, it makes me upset with Facebook. Like, you know, I use Facebook for more than just that, my login credentials for more than just Facebook. Like there's a lot of other programs that I would use that would say, hey, you want to log in with Facebook? Click. Yeah. Made life easy until it wasn't. It's another annoyance. Not that Facebook or anyone with Facebook listens to this program, but 
man, how ridiculous. That alone should make you want to have an extremely robust, secure system and a means to monitor it, which means members should be able to contact you to alert you when it's broke. But I don't know. I guess it's a common sense thing, right? It's not so common. So anyways, I have a new Facebook account. If we were Facebook friends and I haven't added you yet or or found you to ask you to be my Facebook friend again yet, I'm just kind of taking the recommendations as I see them flipping through and, you know, throughout the day, sometimes it'll pop in my head somebody to go and send out a request. But I tried to make it obviously me with a photo holding a snap-on scan tool with a little bit of an Easter egg, right, Brian? for you and then the background being my rework station area and so yeah don't worry about that account it's not hacked as far as i know but i did friend tracy capriotto so it's yeah it's probably hacked by now i hope you got something out of this i hope you learned a little something two-factor authentication is not the end-all be-all it is not the shield that i thought it was Uh, so hopefully i can help you avoid some headaches here. And if any of you listening know somebody that works for Facebook, maybe maybe give them a hard time. Uh, or if you know a, know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy or knows a gal who knows a gal who knows a gal, to uh, give somebody some static because it is a tad ridiculous. And yeah, thank you all for listening. And thank you to our sponsor, Nap Auto Tech Training. Thank you to the Aftermarket Radio Network for making this all possible. If you have ideas for uh, future episodes or would like to be on the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am pretty easy to find on Facebook, especially for hackers. You can find me on Facebook, send me a message, send me an email at mattfonslowpodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, take care. You've been listening to Matt Fonslow, diagnosing the aftermarket A to Z on the Aftermarket Radio Network. Follow Matt on your favorite listening app. He's very interested in what you have to say. Let him know what you'd like him to cover and come on the show. Matt is all for advancing the aftermarket. Find Matt Fonslow on social media and connect or on aftermarketradionetwork.com.